love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, FIT with a Z player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. We are live from the Fitz Show Radio Hub for Monday, April 23rd, 2018. And let me be the first to welcome you to my professional broadcast, everybody. What is up? Hope you had a fantastic weekend. Thank you for checking out the show. It's kind of a crazy weekend. Hang on. Somebody just sent me a text message. How rude. Somebody just sent you a text message too, Drew. (laughs) How's that volume doing on there? I think that means that we forgot to shut our phones up before we went on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. We broke the cardinal rule. All right. So uh, let's introduce everybody. That's my buddy Drew right there. You know what I learned this weekend? That that the use-by date on a jar of mayonnaise is not a suggestion. Ooh. That's fact. Oh, dang. Are you okay? I made some egg salad that... It was way past the date, and I said, it smells good. I'll make it anyway. I got sick. Okay, you regret that. <laughs> I regret it. Uh, hey, what's up, Tanner the Millennial? It's a really depressing day when you get out of your car and you hear a rip, and you look down, and it's your pants. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's telling you you had too many calories over the weekend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he can make any Monday feel like a, like a Tuesday. He's our host, The Fitz. Uh, all right, so uh, Jenna, my head of security, is still on a, uh, a kind of a spiritual retreat yep. uh and also the past few days like my wife has been jumping in on the radio hanging out with us the mouth from the south she's not here today she's so got mom chilling duty. huh she's got mom duty <laughs> well no the boys are alone <laughs> it's gonna get ugly yeah we might need to reach out and uh you know a- add to the lineup <laughs> hey if you want to jump in and fill this seat right now let us know wherever you are at home at work in the car listening on the app it was a pretty uh, interesting weekend for me because I finally found out, and you guys are probably going to get really sick of me now. I found out that I am officially a Viking. Oh, no. Well, how did you find out that you're a Viking? So I, I, um, I've always wanted to take that 23andMe test, yeah. you know, the DNA test. But uh, anyway, my wife and I never got around to taking it. Because if you take it, they really have all your information. Like, every time you take those DNA tests, they find out everything about you. Like, from, from not only your DNA, but your health traits as well yeah the health tra- uh health stuff they could i mean male s- pattern baldness right which is why you definitely need to take it <laughs> yeah so you I take the dna know. test and then the ads just start coming to you for rogaine and right. other hair restoration products anyway my little brother took it and um we found out officially this is what it said he sent he sent back the results so i assume you know obviously whatever his mm-hmm. his dna is it's my dna according to the ethnicity estimate it says scandinavia you are primarily uh, located in Norway, Denmark, and Sweden. Pretty cool, right? Mm-hmm. Straight up, 42% Scandinavian, 38% Ireland, Scotland, Wales, 7% Great, Bit- Great Britain, 7% Europe South, 4% Europe West. I'm st- <laughs> I, I am straight up. Yeah, man. So that's why your legs are so pale. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say long. <laughs> so uh, does that just, yeah. does that 
data dispute like any family history, family stories that, that have been told in the family? Not at all. I, okay. I nice. always knew from our mom's side we were kind of from the Scotland, Ireland, uh, mm-hmm. Britain area. And from my dad's side, I've always been told, son, you are a Viking. And so with that, my Viking brothers and sisters or, or w- <laughs> whatever you learned that you are if you took that you know 23andMe DNA thing, <laughs> welcome to the Monday show. Here comes Monday. Let's go. This is the Fit Show. Fitz happens live. And now, and now, it's time for your what? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here. Your what are you kidding me? Anchorman providing the news that did not make the news even on a Monday. Appreciate everybody who sent me fantastic what are you kidding me stories this weekend. Maybe especially on a Monday. Yeah. A lot of what are you kidding me crap goes on over the weekend. Oh yeah, yeah. Things get cray. Uh, let me take you. I'll begin with a story out of uh, Pensacola, Florida. That's methed up. Guy in Pensacola thought that there was something moving around his ear last Wednesday. Oh, no. Oh, boy. So, uh, as he thought something was moving around his ear, he found a place that teaches people to do ultrasounds. And then he, uh, he showed up with a gun to make them scan him, his ear. Because yeah, he thought some, somebody was in his ear and talking in his ear. <laughs> and uh, the cops came and arrested him. It was definitely a 5150. Somebody called that popo situation. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Thank God. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Nobody was hurt. <laughs> and it turns out, of course, he was on meth. What does the receptionist even say? Maybe you should replace that gun with a health card. Like, what do you do in that situation? You call the police is yep. what you do. That's one of those, if you see something, say something. Yep. And I'm sorry, if a guy's trying to get... His uh, ear ultrasounded. Yeah. Then uh, he was at gunpoint. At gunpoint. Yeah. All right. Let's go to page two. What are you kidding me? Out of Massachusetts. Best buddy. No more. If your child is attending the Pentucket Workshop Preschool in Georgetown, Massachusetts, he or she better not use the term best buddy. Apparently, it's one of many banned words students are no longer permitted to use. One parent says that her four-year-old daughter, Julia, came home unhappy after being scolded for saying, Best buddy. Oh, are you serious? Yes, this is I'm the serious. wussification of America Straight right up here. wussification of America. This is a blizzard of snowflakes here. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are my best buddies. No, uh, get out of here. One parent says, I think it's ridiculous. Children who are four years old speak from their heart, so they should be able to call uh, kids anything loving. The school explained to, th- to them that the term best friend can lead other children to feel excluded. <laughs> I can't. I, I don't. I, I literally can't deal with that. I don't know what to do with that. Y'all think my generation is jacked up. Wait until these kids grow up. Yeah. Hey, equality friend of equal measure with this friend here. How are you today? I mean, how are both of you today? I don't wish to leave anyone out. <laughs> don't forget to bring your ribbons. Yeah. Here's a ribbon for you. Here's a ribbon for you. Here's a ribbon for me. Here's We're all a, winners. Here's a ribbon just for showing up to school today. Good job. Even though you're an hour know. late. I don't know. All what right. you got here? Ladies and gentlemen, there you go. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. Listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. 
everybody. What's up? Welcome back to the show. I hope you had a fantastic weekend. I really thank you so much for listening. We got a brand new website. Check it out. It's followfits.com. Followfits, F-I-T-Z.com. In case you missed it just a few days ago, Tanner the Millennial really insulted me and really insulted my my life. Everything that is my life. In case you missed it. Uh, a couple of sec, literally a couple of seconds ago, Tanner the Millennial over there, 21, uh, Tanner the Millennial said, God, I'm so sick on your personal Facebook page. You always post the this day in history thing, and you always put don't blink above it with a little heart. No, it's don't blink with the emoji that's one tear emoji and the heart. It's the same thing every single day. And while I'm going through Facebook, I see don't blink. And I'm sorry that Don't annoys blink. you, but for me, and I'm going to say it Don't again, blink. I use my personal Facebook page. And I'm always reposting that this day in history stuff because I mean, it's, my, it's my own personal well, digital let, journal. Let's oh. be fair. The reason he brought it up is you spent that entire last break showing us pictures from the past, your babies. Like, isn't this one cute? Is this so cute? Don't you love this picture? And we're like, all right, all right. We get it. I mean, we're, we're the no kids club over here. So oh, I know. I feel we so, don't relate. I know. I know you don't. Boy, I know straight up y'all don't. <laughs> I know y'all don't. And then that led into Tanner. You want to go and tell everybody what you told me after the show yesterday? About what? My life. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, jeez. Okay, I, I alluded to the fact that I kind of feel sorry for Fitz's life. From when yeah. he gets out of the show, oh, he's taking the kids to this place and to this place, and he and he brags about his bathroom time. He's like, "Oh, I got ten minutes on the toilet last night, <laughs> all to myself, completely interrupted." And that sounds like a miserable existence. How do you think that's supposed to make me feel? Whenever you're telling me, "God, Fitz, you have such a sad life." Maybe to me, <laughs> maybe to me, you know what? I have the best life in the world. I got five babies. Yeah, but you're always complaining about I got, I got, you don't have enough time to do everything. So, so what? I'm allowed to. And then to. it's contradicting <laughs> that I go on Facebook and you're going, don't blink. <laughs> to each his own. How about that? I got to agree. That is pretty contradicting. <laughs> but welcome to the world of every parent. Fitz will be complaining about his kids and he'll be on his phone and I literally see the words don't blink while he's complaining about his kids but he's posting about them on Facebook. Every parent out there is like, dude, I feel you, Fitz. I know what you're saying. (laughs) You you make parenting... I I am held hostage in my house, though. That's That's the the difference. You make parenting into this huge conflict. The same thing with your sleeping arrangement. You always complain about not getting sleep. The kids were kicking me last night. I got kicked in the face. I got kicked in the crotch. And we always say, well, put them in another room. You're like, oh, but they're my babies. I want to snuggle them. (laughs) I know. And by the way, that's how... I know. That's my wife. I feel you on that one. That's Bethany, the mouth from the south, who, by the way, obviously has no problem with somebody saying to her husband that, my God, I think you have a sad life. Well, I guess I was just letting the, you know, the letting the two of you talk. I wasn't here for this conversation. You got so. an opinion on that? Well, I don't think, I don't, I don't think you're held hostage in the house either. I don't think I have a sad life either, but, but I would disagree you, with you, you on the use, first part of that. You use us as an you use us as an I, excuse can, yeah, all oh, the time. Yes, can I say an example? Drew and I were going to one of his friends' yes. barbecues, and we're like, "Come on, Fitz, come with us." And you're like, "Guys, I don't know. I don't know if the wife will let me." And Bethany's right there. She goes, "No, seriously, go, 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 it, have fun with and your you, friends." And then you said, "Well, she says that in front of you guys when you're gone." And she goes, "No, seriously, I don't care. Go." And yeah. You're like, "Sorry, man. Boss says no." <laughs> Okay, but here, here's what it comes down to, and I posted this the other day. Yes. I still want to be invited. I just don't want to go. Right? Yes. <laughs> this is The Fit Show. 
It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. Everybody, hope you had a fantastic weekend. Amazon has added a brand new feature to Alexa a few days ago called Skill Blueprints. So basically, now you could add custom questions and answers, which means you could basically prank people by asking them things like, you know, who's the ugliest person in the world? Did he? Drew! <laughs> right. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> and, and so basically, you could yeah. you could make Alexa say certain things now. This is really cool because if you have a babysitter that you need the prescription info oh, for right. the kids or the vitamin info for the kids, the babysitter doesn't have to bother you while you're on date night. They can just ask Alexa. Yeah, here's why else it's uh, another reason it's kind of cool because you could basically teach Alexa to dish out insults to your friends and family. <laughs> That's what this is now. This is what this is going to turn in. Alexa is going to be throwing out some crazy stuff soon. The roast battle is coming just from Alexa. <laughs> Alexa's becoming an insult comic. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, Drew, choose your news. What is the luckiest place in the U.S.? Well, a lot of people think it's Fort Worth, Texas. What? Uh, Funky in fact, town. Yeah, the Texas lottery records show that three... Winning lottery tickets worth more than a million dollars, between one and three million dollars, have been sold in Fort Worth just in the last four weeks alone. So there's new millionaires there, and because of that, lottery ticket sales are going through the roof. I think we're talking about scratchers here, like various types of scratcher tickets. But people are flocking in; they're driving from all over just to, you know, get a chance at that little bit of luck. Like there's a, a cosmic focus of luck right now yeah, on Fort Worth. Yeah, the cosmic focus yeah. is right. Or is it saying that a lot of people in Fort Worth just love to play the lottery? Could be, and, and the odds are, are better winning. That's a really high uh, incidence of big ticket winners right. in such a small period of time. Okay. Tanner the Millennial, what's up? Choose your news. I know everybody on this show is trying to get underneath their moob limit. They're trying to drop <gasps> some weight. Oh, by the way, y'all, I am underneath my moob limit right now. I just want to say. Good for you. Yeah. Congratulations. But, but I think, especially all dudes out there, all guys, you should know your moob, your, your moob limit. Yeah. Like that pound you hit where you have moobies. For me, it's 243 pounds is when I know the movies are going to kick in. Mine was about 10 pounds ago. Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> well, then. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, I have a list of four of the best breakfast foods if you're trying to lose weight. They have guy girdles, you know. <laughs> manzir. Yeah, the manzir. The manzir. Number four is baked beans. It has a perfect mixture of protein and carbs. I actually I read people have sugar in it. some people have baked beans for breakfast. Yeah, a lot of people uh, in English Great Britain do. do. Is yeah, that right? that's part of the English breakfast. Ooh, yeah. It's like a little. Do they toot a lot in the morning? If you have beans like that, it causes a lot of gas. Maybe. I don't know. Hello, you don't want to be around me from Hello. nine a.m. to noon. <laughs> oh, of course you can, because <laughs> around noon you could have a tea and toot. <laughs> <laughs> Number three is protein smoothies, but make sure you have the right amount of, okay. and don't overload yourself with carbs. Number two is Greek yogurt with some nuts or fruit added in it. And number one is eggs. All eggs right. is the best thing for you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Monday. Choose your news. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Don't you wish your Monday was a freak like me? And here we go. I'm optimistic. How's your Monday? I know a Monday when I see one. Let's get down to business. Monday? Oh, Monday. I'm quite lazy. I can hold my head up. And I'm not tired yet. Rainy days and Mondays always get me down. Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? Welcome to the show. My name is Fitz. Uh, nice to meet you. And if you're not a P1, you need to be one. Tune us in 
and turn it up and just keep it on. Set our show as the number one button on your preset, please. That's right. That's all you have to do to become a P1. It's someone who has locked us in on number one, that program, one button on the radio. They keep us on. They listen to us all the time. We love them extra for it. You know, for the longest time, uh, my wife has been begging me to take that take that 23andMe DNA test, mm-hmm. and it tells you everything. It tells you about um, you know medical stuff, your, your DNA mm-hmm. traces back. You know, it basically tells you exactly who you are, where you came from. Even tells you who, like, your first and second cousins are across the world and gives you their names. It's insane. It even matches you with people who have taken 23andMe as right. well, other it, users. It, it tells you who you share your DNA with. I mean, it, it basically brings up your family. It's, yeah. an, it's unbelievable. And, and so did I do it? No! But my little brother did. And he sent me the results. And uh, you're really going to get sick of me now because... For the longest, remember when I was growing my beard not too long ago, and I said, "Don't make your Viking brother mad." Yes. How can we forget? <laughs> so for the longest time, I've been told I'm a Viking. You got to be a Viking, and, and I've always thought that I am a tall. I'm six foot seven, and I so I always thought I was. But now it's confirmed. Let's see, ethnicity estimate: forty two percent Scandinavia, um, primarily located in Sweden, Norway, Denmark. And then it tells me um, Scandinavia, the percentage. Ireland, Scotland, Wales, Europe, South, Europe, West, Europe, East. It, it, it's it's just, it's unbelievable. You're a European baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you said up. before, this is pretty consistent with what you already pretty much thought, like what the family stories were. For example, my mom always told me a long time ago, yes, you know, we're, part of our family has the castle over there in Scotland, the McNeil Castle. I'm like, whatever. This pulls up relatives and stuff over there. One of the dude's last names is McNeil. Wow. That, that we share a huge amount of DNA with. That's McCool. It's really McCool. <laughs> and, and you had a similar story, right? Yeah, well, mine actually, uh, my sister did it. She's working on our family genealogy, you know, our, mm-hmm. our family tree. So she did it and got all the, the details. And the funny thing is it, it ended up blowing up one of my grandmother's story because our whole lives my grandmother has always said that her grandmother was a full-blood Native, Native American. And she had a whole bunch of stories that came from that, a whole bunch of heritage that came off that and all that stuff, which I guess would have made me like a 32nd <laughs> or something. But... Uh, we always had our questions about it. Like, there wasn't any real proof and all that, but Grandma sticks to it. My sister does the test. It comes back 47% English, 28% German. The rest is all European and Scandinavian. Zero percent. Zero Native American. It says 0% Native American. So we went to my mom and we said, well, it looks like Grandma was wrong, like we thought. And, and my mom just looks at it and goes like, well, those tests aren't perfect. <laughs> She's backing Grandma's story in the face of science. Even when she sees it right there. Yeah, I mean, well, those tests with the DNA, they pretty much are perfect. And yeah. s- sorry, Granny, you don't have any Native American in you. Yeah. I need to uh, take and, and here's the thing. the D- It's the DNA that truthfully tells the story. Yeah. That's the storyteller right there. Wow. Say that again. I need to take this dang test immediately. <laughs> Maybe My not. mom thinks I'm 100% Canadian. <laughs> All right, you guys, if you've taken one of those tests, I'd love to hear about it. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Monday. More of Fitz Happens Live coming up. You better tell somebody. Ow! The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. Welcome back to Monday. That's right. My name is Fitz. Stand by for the good, the bad, and the gossip as Carrie Underwood went into complete detail about last year's fall on her front porch where she had to get like 50 stitches. We have uh, the audio next. 
Drew, stand by with the Monday reality check. Well, Tennessee is reeling after another um, mass shooting. Uh, a 29-year-old man opened fire on a Waffle House restaurant in Antioch early Sunday morning. That's just outside of Nashville. Um, the guy, uh, may, this is probably a mental health issue because the individual, according to witnesses at the scene, was wearing nothing but a green jacket uh, right. carrying an AR-15. He fired first into the store and then entered the store, um, shot seven people, killed four. Now, there was another 29-year-old uh, by the name of, let me get his name right, this guy's a hero, James Shaw Jr. actually wrestled the guy to the ground, got the weapon from him, and the guy then fled. Um, he was, I mean, this is just a, a, a tragedy. They think right. he fled to an apartment building where he put on some clothes and, and continued to flee. Oh, I, and when you think about motive for this, it's like you're right. Okay, so he walked in, didn't have a lot of clothes on. He um, essentially naked. Yeah, you know, in every situation though, you it seems like you see that hero step up and say, if 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 nobody else is going to try to to stop this guy, then I am right. Yeah, and absolutely, and he wrestled him. Yeah, it's unfortunate yeah. that four people lost their lives, but right. due to this guy's, it could have been know, more. Yeah, yeah. So this guy may have saved the rest of them. Uh, I was having a conversation with my wife about, you know, what to say to your kids when they see craziness on TV, when they see craziness like this going on in the news. And, and what you say to them is, you know what? When all, do you notice that when really, really bad things happen, do you notice all the good people who are doing what? The, who are helping. Mm -hmm. And you say that to kids. Look at all those people helping. Mm -hmm. Look at all those people helping and trying to make them better. And, and, I, and I think that's... Uh, I think that's kind of a cool way to maybe try to throw it on them. Yeah. Give, yeah. It, give them something to feel okay about. Right. That no matter time. what, people that there are good people, right? Like Luke Bryan says, most people are good. Mm -hmm. And here's a good update. Lois Reese, the granny that we talked about last week who was on the run after killing her husband, and then they suspected she killed another woman to steal her ID. She was caught Thursday night uh, in South Padre Island, Texas. She was at a resort. Um, she was picked up without incident, they say. So she is under arrest and will now face uh, you know, the law for her crimes. Another person that is probably going to end up facing the law is that University of California Fresno State professor uh, by the name of... Is that that lady who was talking smack on Barbara Bush? Yeah. That, oh, uh, my god, Gerard. Not only did she talk smack on Barbara Bush hours after her death, but then in the ensuing Twitter battle that came out, someone had posted her Fresno State email and office phone number. She replied with, wow. oh, that's not my number. This Y'all want to call me? This is my what? number. And guess what? The number she gave was a suicide prevention hotline out of Arizona. No one knows why she picked that number, but that just adds... A, this is a classless individual. I mean, th that number That's was then flooded time. with 70 calls an hour, uh, which means the people answering those phones can't help the people that they're there to help. Right. Um, so this is just a despicable person that continues to make her case worse for herself. All right, there you go. That's the Monday reality check. It happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. All right, welcome to the show, you guys. What's up, everybody? Let's see what is trending right now. Michael Jackson's trending right now, huh? Uh, his moonwalk shoes are up for auction. <laughs> Those Anybody are want them? I would love them. I don't know if they would fit me, but... Yeah. Can I say, first time I saw him moonwalk on TV, it was like a live concert in 84 or something. It blew my mind. Like, no one had seen anything like that before. I might... Uh, I'm going to try to uh, get a hold of Michael in just one second, by the way. Uh, uh, but what were you saying, Drew? I was just saying, the first time I actually saw him moonwalk, no one had ever seen anything like that. He right. literally looked like he was walking forward, but he was moving backwards. And everyone tries to imitate it, but no one does it like he did it. Hang on. Hey, Michael, you're trending. 
<laughs> Can you believe that some that they're they're trying to actually sell your moonwalk shoes right now? Excuse me. What? Excuse me. Yeah, go ahead. Ho ho ho, green giant. <laughs> anyway, how much uh, would somebody? Uh, I wonder how what they're going to be going for. Michael, I, I bet it's in the hundreds of thousands of dollars, maybe two fifty, three hundred thousand. That's my one. guess. People are probably bidding to put it in a museum. Yeah. Of some sort. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, since we're doing the Fitz files right now, you know, my wife's been like guest co-hosting with us the past, you know, week and a half or so. Somebody's like, hey, Fitz, where's Bethany the mouth from the South today? She didn't come in today to, to hang with us because, uh, you know, she's having the, um, I mean, just, you know, it, it, the menstrual thing. And, and you know, really, and, and if you're a lady, you know what I'm talking about, really bad cramps and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so when you have those, I'm sure you know how you feel. You don't want to do anything. You want to come in and laugh and have fun with a bunch of bozos like us? Right. Sit with a bunch of dudes. (laughs) Yeah. All right. To the good, the bad, and the gossip we go. Prince's estate has released his original version of Nothing Compares to You, along with some previously unseen footage, apparently. Since you've been gone, I can do whatever I want. Yeah. This is the original, right? So he wrote it, I'm guessing, but recorded she, it. Yeah. it. Sinead O'Connor is the one that got it, it launched her career based on radio. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. So this is the original. Good. Recently, something came out on his report. Yeah. He thought he was just taking a sleeping pill when he was taking fentanyl. He t- right. He took the wrong thing, yeah. basically. Yeah. yeah, or the wrong thing was given to him. All right, let's get to the bad. Mini-Me has gone from this world as well. Vern Troyer, the actor who portrayed Mini-Me, I shall call him Mini-Me, is gone at the age of 49. Actor Vern Troyer has died. Troyer became a celebrity and pop culture phenomenon after starring alongside Mike Myers as Mini-Me, the clone and sidekick of villain Dr. Evil, and two of the three... Maybe that was the problem. He just couldn't escape everybody saying, hey, look, it's Mini-Me. Maybe he didn't like... Maybe he felt that that... Is that the only thing he brought to the world? And then after that was was over, he was searching for who and what he was? Yeah. Maybe I know he had substance abuse problems. Right. Yeah, just literally two weeks before his death, he was but, checked into a hospital for alcohol uh, poisoning or something. You know, I, I feel like having the opportunity to have maybe chat with, with people who have been really, really famous at one point, when they don't have that anymore, they feel like there's something missing from their life. Yeah. Interesting. And and they're, they're really trying to figure out, okay... This is gone. What next? Now what am I bringing to the world or, right. or what is next? Mm-hmm. You have that. How can you go to that? Right? Right. Yeah. So I feel really bad for them. Well, rest in peace, Minnie me. And finally, Carrie Underwood went into detail about last year's fall on her front porch, you guys. I was taking the dogs out to go pee-pee one last time, and um, I just, I tripped, and there was one step, and I went to, I didn't let go of the leashes, <laughs> priorities. Um, so that's why my left hand's fine. But uh, I went to catch myself, and I just missed a step. And if had- I'd fallen anywhere else, I would have been perfectly fine. Uh, and you got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You got the Fitz files. Fitz happens. Live. Live. This Come on. is why today doesn't suck. 
for Monday, April 23rd, 2018, wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. Hope you had a good weekend. I had a uh, My Little Pony weekend <laughs> party in my house. My daughter made me get her My Little Pony decorations from her birthday party and put them up in the house. So that's great. So there was that. You, you look like a brony. <laughs> yes, One of those grown men that love My Little Pony. <laughs> It's quite comforting, actually. Yeah. All right. Oh, it was also hilarious because uh, my wife's mother, you know, sent this cake, this really cool bunt cake. Just mm, tasted so great. And my daughter Drew was like, "Yeah, I." She hated her birthday cake. What? Isn't that horrible? What kid hates cake? Well, if this was like a chocolate. I it just she didn't like it. Was anyway. it a fancy cake? One of those no. like. No. Okay. It's normal good old bunt cake. It's too white today. Doesn't suck. How about that? <laughs> How about it. Um, Joanne Krupa is 39, uh, the model and one of the real housewives of Miami, by the way. Finished fourth on season nine of Dancing with the Stars. Okay. Anybody recall? I do not. I do not recall. Cal Penn is 41 today. Kumar in the Harold and Kumar movies. Oh, yes. cool. Yeah. And also he was in, uh, uh, what's the one with Ryan Reynolds? Uh, uh. Deadpool? Nah, never mind. The, the one that's in college. Van Wilder. Oh, Van, yes. Yeah. Nice call. John Oliver is 41 years old today from The Daily Show. And uh, now the John also, Oliver Show. Also, something... W- Last world. week tonight. L- yeah. Is that what it is? Yes, sir. How John- old is he? 41. Oh, okay. John Cena is 41 years old today. I I love John Cena. <laughs> the fact Everybody that John does. Cena and John Oliver were born on the same day <laughs> is hilarious to me. <laughs> John Cena could pick up John Oliver with one arm. Oh, yeah. yeah. You could pick him up with a pinky. Yeah. George Lopez is 57 years old today. All right, you guys. 118 years ago... In 1900, the word hillbilly was first used in print in the, uh, an article in the New York Journal. Definition of hillbilly, anyone? Please don't say you're going to see a picture of my face in the dictionary. <laughs> he cut us off. I thought I was going to see Larry the Cable Guy's picture. <laughs> uh, I wonder if some people have ever been insulted by it. Well, I'm uh, assuming it was probably slang, and that's the first time it made it to the paper. And then, of course, the Beverly Hillbillies came along, yeah. and everybody, everybody loved the Beverly Hillbillies. Yep. All right, 33 years ago. In 1985, Coca-Cola announced it was changing the secret flavor formula for Coke and introduced New Coke. And people were like, uh-uh. One of the great disasters in American business. Ever. I, I would love to no. try the old Coca-Cola because, of course, I wasn't around for the original. Do you drink it right now? Yeah. That is the old Coca-Cola. Sort of. You know, they, they said, they told us they were switching back, but everyone was like, this isn't exactly the same. Mm. Do you remember that? I remember the switch. And then the well, switch I back. wonder what the difference is between the original Coca-Cola and, and then now. Somebody, that'd be, that'd be a fun fact check. Mm-hmm. This day in 1990, the Humpty Dance by Digital Underground hit number one. Yeah, taking me back to yeah. Bowie Junior High School, Bowie, Texas, home of the Bowie Cottontails. <laughs> Huh? This was my dance. Oh, yeah. Right, stop what, what you're, you're doing, because I'm, I'm about, about to ruin the image and the style that you're used to. All right. And finally, you guys, this day, 1993, Reba's album, Rumor Has It, featuring Fancy, hit triple platinum. She said, here she wants chance, Fancy, don't let me down. She said, here she wants chance, Fancy, don't let me down. That's Reba. I was waiting for you to do your Reba impersonation. <laughs> Reba used to be with Norval. Now she's with Skeeter. <laughs> oh, Skeeter. Isn't she with Skeeter right now? She, her ex used to be Norval. Now she's with a man named Skeeter. I'm not even kidding you. Norval and Skeeter. 
Who's, who's going to be next? What were we saying about hillbillies? <laughs> who's going to be next? Billy Joe. Billy Ray. Oh. Fitz happens live. And now. FIT with a Z's world famous. What are, are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Thank you so much. I'm here. I'm your what are you kidding me anchorman. And I'm standing by or about to stand by with the news that didn't make the news. But man. There's some craziness going on in my Instagram. I'm trying to pimp my Instagram right now. So uh, if you go to my Instagram and just type in two words, right? Follow Fitz, right? Yeah, just type in follow Fitz. You click on Fitz's profile directly and give him a follow. There you go. A very special what the Florida story. Police in Florida have released a video where they arrested a guy hiding in a swamp with only his face above water. Like a crocodile. Right, just the eyes sticking <laughs> That's up. That's right. Yeah, not a bad way to hide. Mm-hmm. Very Navy SEAL like. Yeah, very special him. forces. Very special forces. Anyway, the police dog that helped find him kept licking his face near the shore. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you're that criminal. <laughs> so apparently, the, the the little swamp man in the water finally started laughing. Asked the dog to stop. Then he asked the cops to please tase him so what? he could what? go to the hospital because he was hoping apparently because apparently he had some issues in the past so he said well I'm wet if you tase me he was hoping to get electrocuted oh. yeah yeah he figured you know what I just had a dog lick me not a bad way to go like this uh, but anyway they didn't and uh, they, they arrested him stand by for exclusive what are you kidding me audio alright I got him I got him here, let me see your hands. You're gonna get bit. Get up and pull your hands out. Hey, I, all right, I got his hands. Right. Let me get up, please. Yeah, cuffs. Yeah. Stop. Don't put them on tight. I'm serious. Yeah, okay. Right. I'm serious. Need your other hand. I Give me a hand. Are you gonna get tased, bro? I don't care. I go to the hospital, right? Yeah. All right. Tase me. Tase Give me. Give me your other hand. Man. Tase me. Don't tase me, bro. Yeah. That's a very confusing story. This, I don't know. The, uh, I wonder what this guy was doing. Why this guy's a nutcase. Because what? that's what it is, man. He's probably on the bath salts, Drew. Oh, see, I always don't forget you know? the bath salt factor. Oh, my God. Now, do you know the definition of bath salt? I mean, is it basically meth? No, it's some kind of synthetic drug that doesn't... It's not really on any of the charts. Oh it's my something God. that was just created. So it's not technically illegal, but it is. Sure, you know isn't. an awful lot about bath oh, salts. You do. I watch the news. I'm Are you trying to tell me b- bath salts aren't technically illegal? Yeah, I'll bite your okay. face off, man. All right, then. Let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? Out of New York City, going postal in the new millennium. Prosecutors in New York City say that a postal worker... Aleski Germosh hoarded away more than 17,000 pieces of undelivered mail and allegedly told the investigators he did it because he was overwhelmed by the amount of mail that he had to deliver. What? <laughs> he contained of the tw- year. 20 full mailbags of other people's mail. They found 10,000 pieces of mail in his car, 6,000 pieces in his apartment, 1,000 in his work locker. This now, is scary. I get that if the guy's lazy and doesn't want to do his job, just you know, maybe dropping the mail in the trash, but he took it home. He kept it in his car. He kept it in his locker at work. Like he didn't try to cover his tracks. He's like, yeah, I'll get to it tomorrow. (laughs) And by the way, and I could be completely wrong here. And if you work in the postal service, uh, feel free to let me know. But I would think that in the world of, you know, Amazon and and FedEx and, and the other ones, Mm -hmm. 
it, it, the load would be a little bit lighter, right? Yeah, but let's face it, eighty percent, probably eighty-seven percent of the mail he kept was Val packs. <laughs> you know, those little blue coupons. Right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. You got the... What are you kidding me? The stories of the day breaking every single hour. This happens. Live. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. Anybody got any good stuff coming out of the weekend? Wherever you are right now at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. If you got anything going on, that that or if you had anything happen in your life that was good the past couple of days, let us know about it. Uh, just go and send me a message real quick on Facebook, facebook.com slash follow fits. I got one. I had a, 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 a My Little Pony birthday party at our house with a couple of My Little Pony decorations, and it was really sweet And uh, because we had our little family party, and then she's going to have her friend party in a couple of days. Cool. So that was really, uh, you know, so does that mean you have a week of My Little Pony at your house? Well, it yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. It, it looks mm-hmm. like somebody puked My Little Pony <laughs> all over my house. But anyway, my sweet little baby girl Drew is uh, is six years old now, and oh. it's just crazy how time flies. Yeah, I, I remember when she was born. Yeah, right. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Uh, anybody want to throw out some good stuff? Uh, I just I took my dog for two walks this weekend. I'm trying to do it more, and he really loves it. And you, yeah. it's, it's cool to get that see that reward. I mean, he is just over the moon about it. I did some research on why dogs love their walks so much, and it's not really because of the walk or the exercise. It's because it's an opportunity for them to get smells. Yeah, you told me once, and I'll never forget this. You said that's to your dog. That's like their social media. Yes, it's like Christmas to them every day, but you're absolutely right. It is like their social media, going out, wow. getting their new smells, leaving their stuff where other dogs can you know, pick up their smells. Mm-hmm. They're going to swipe right on the yeah. door. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine living that life with a dog? You know, wake up, get your smells, go up and sniff each other's butt, find out what they had for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't do that anymore. Oh, you had chow mix too, huh? <laughs> what? You had chow mix too, huh? <laughs> what they had for breakfast <laughs> yeah all right so let's get <laughs> all right you guys ready for the good stuff yeah yeah this is really sweet uh the 17 year old kid he took his mother to prom and uh by the way he's from the lone star state he took his mom to prom because she missed her own prom when she got pregnant with him in high school oh that's sweet and he said mom you missed your prom because of me he said I'm going to take you to prom with me. And I just think that is sweet. Teens are supposed to be little ingrates, but this guy sounds like a real sweetheart. Yeah. I knew all the sacrifices my mom made for me. I know that she, it was a really huge sacrifice to drop out of high school when she had me at the age of 17. So I figured that just being able to take her to prom would be such a fantastic idea. Senior prom comes around. He's like, mom, did you find a dress yet? And I'm like, no. And he's like, I'm really going to take you. And came to the front door and gave me a corsage. Pick me up like Aww. a regular date. Overnight, just blew up to a thousand, twelve thousand, sixteen thousand. So every outlet that you can think of has reached out to us. They've even called his school looking for him to see who he is, so they can interview him and tell his story. You know, I have a lot of respect for her too. You know, seventeen years old having a kid. I actually uh, had my first son when I was nineteen years old, and my ex was eighteen. And you guys, it's tough. It is tough. You you get a lot of judgment, you get a lot of looks, you know, um, 
and and you just say each of you say to yourselves, you know what? Let's just get through every single day because we have an obligation. We have a baby to take care of now, and even though we're young, we're going to do it. And it sounds like this seventeen-year-old mother, when she brought this little baby into the world, you know that it was her priority to yeah. make sure that he was going to be okay. Yeah, I think you also jump right straight into parenting and you skip that you know, young adult phase where you get to have all these experiences, you you might miss a few things. So in this case, it's great to see the kid acknowledge that and yeah. give something back to her that she missed. Yeah. And there you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. Now, please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Y'all, please welcome. Now back to The Fit Show. Fitz happens live. Welcome to Monday, ladies and gentlemen. What's up? Uh, my name is Fitz. There's my buddy Drew. There's Tanner the Millennial. We got an empty seat over there today. Jenna uh, uh, is on a, uh, continues to be on a kind of a spiritual retreat, and we uh, hope everything's going good with her. My wife has been hanging out with us like the past week, week and a half. She's not in today, so yeah, you get the boys today. We're just chilling. <laughs> so we got to say, what's up, ladies? Ladies. <laughs> hey, ladies. All right. Sorry about that. That's really embarrassing. That's what happens when that. there's no woman in your yeah. line. So we need you wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. You want to jump on with us? We could use you. How about that? Oh, yeah. Um, I figured we would uh, pick some some late night laughs right now. We were just kind of going through some, uh, some late night stuff in the past couple of days. This is a little, uh, I guess some of these are from Friday and Thursday. And here's Jimmy Fallon joking about Trump's rules for meeting. With Kim Jong-un. You know he's about to do that. It, it's, it's coming up very... What do we know about this? Uh, it was originally scheduled for the end of April, but I think they pushed it back into May. Yeah. But it's going to happen. What kind of food do you serve at that meeting? Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a McDonald's guy. Trump is. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be big on kimchi or some of the other traditional yeah. uh, Korean no, dishes. No, it'll definitely be McDonald's. It's like, give me some KFC stat. All right, let's see. The, the, the rules for meeting with Kim Jong-un. Trump's been talking a lot about Kim Jong-un. In fact, he just told reporters about his ground rules for meeting him. Take a look at this. If I think that it's a meeting that is not going to be fruitful, we're not going to go. If the meeting when I'm there is not fruitful, I will respectfully leave the meeting. What Trump's saying is that he's leaving the meeting if they aren't serving Fruit Loops. It better be fruitful... They're vegetables. We're going to war. <laughs> so we were right on the food thing. Yeah, you nailed it. He could have used our, K- our KFC line. Yeah. They're, you know what? They're actually really, really big uh, on fried chicken yeah. in Korea. I what? heard that. Is There's that more fried chicken restaurants in Seoul, Korea than there is in the entire United States. KFC specifically, right? Yeah. Wow. That's amazing, isn't cool. it? I've always wanted to travel over there. I mean, I, well, uh, I've, I've always wanted to, to see... That, that part of the world. Didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Or wouldn't I, you? I've always wanted to go to Japan rather than South Korea. I would love to see Tokyo. That'd yeah. be kind of cool. Yeah. All right, anyway, let's move on. Conan O'Brien right here is joking about the 80th birthday party of Superman. This weekend is the 80th birthday of Superman. <laughs> Superman is 80. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, now that he's 80, Superman is rendered helpless by kryptonite and his email password. <laughs> <laughs> what is it again? 
What is it? Why do I got to use characters? <laughs> Why do I have to have a damn number in my password? Capitalization? That's stupid. <laughs> they actually say that you should change your password how often? Every, I don't know. I don't follow those rules. I've, I've been using the same passwords for decades. Oh, you're going to get hacked. It's supposed to be every three yet. months. All right, finally, here's Jimmy Kimmel joking about what a bad idea it was to give home assistants regular names. My wife and I have a friend named Siri, Siri Pinter. She just wrote a new cookbook. She sent it to us. And last night, I opened the package. I said to my wife, hey, Siri sent us the new cookbook. All of a sudden, my phone goes, I found something on the web about <laughs> a new cookbook. Check it out. And it happens to be every single night, the thing chimes in in the middle of a conversation or a show. Why do they have to give these devices regular names. There are like 10,000 people named Alexa in the United States alone. <laughs> I know that because I looked it up on Alexa today. <laughs> this is The Fit Show. Now back to The Fit Show. <laughs> Fit happens. Live. It's time to start your week. But your coffee's kind of weak. So you brew up something strong, an original Monday song. Coffee breath ain't that fun, you can mask it with some gum. At work is where you belong, an original Monday song. If you can't get into gear, hope these lyrics brought you cheer. At midnight, Monday will disappear. So I'll end my Monday song right here. Ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Yeah, it's a special group. Nobody really knows I have a side group, a little side band, a bunch of musical producers called the Mother Cluckers. And that's what we do is produce little ditties like that. That was and right off of like an 80s sitcom. That was theme Ed. Song. That was Ed. Mm-hmm. Ed did a great job with that, didn't he? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the show, you guys. There's Drew and um, there's Tanner the Millennial. And then... There's you. You make the call right now. Wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. I'm about to play you some audio of, uh, of my little sweet babies. My little sweet babies, what we did was we made a little letter and drew some pictures for our sweet Aunt June. And then we videoed it and we posted it on her Facebook page. I'm going to see if you can hear this. Okay, we just wanted to say hi, Aunt June, to our sweet Aunt June and let you know how much that we love you and the kiddos uh, got your cards. What do you guys want to say to Aunt June for your cards? Thank you, Aunt June, for giving our cards and our Christmas cards and our Easter cards. Let me say something real quick. My sweet little Aunt June, she's uh, she's 80-something years old. Every single birthday, holiday, for each of her nieces, nephews, grandchildren, she sends little cards where she colors and illustrates beautiful little animals and pictures. She does it for all of them. That's and she awesome. sent Yes. That's- so this is my kids uh, thanking their Aunt June. What did Aunt June draw on your cards? Bunnies. She drew bunnies. Yeah. And so I thought it'd be cool for, for my kids to, you know, color some, some cards and post it on Aunt June's Facebook page. Do you that, really think that's the best way to get back to her? Because she's taking this really personal approach of drawing cards for the kids and sending them out like an 80-year-old woman would. She probably would rather get like a phone call, something more personal than a Facebook video. How dare what? you? What? I thought it was fantastic. that You're saying you have a problem with uh, my children coloring 
pictures for Aunt June and then me videoing it and posting it on Aunt June's Facebook Drew, page. this is way more personal than, than just a phone, phone call. call. No, it's yeah, not. Yeah, they get to see... Fitz and his kids' faces actually making the project. And I could do it her. within. I could do it in three seconds, as opposed to going to the post office, getting some postage. Well, you just said it right and there. And send no, the letter. You just said it right there. Three seconds instead of taking the time to have a fifteen-minute call with Annie Grantie or whatever her it's, name is. It's Aunt June, Aunt by June. the way. Okay. And what about the amount of time that it took for my kids to sit there and color pictures for Aunt June, and then I posted it. And videoed it I, and put it on her just Facebook page. I love that they did pictures, but she would probably rather have them in her presence so she could put them on the fridge or something. All right. You make the call right now. Is it a big deal that, that I did it this way, videoed my kids' pictures and posted it on my aunt's Facebook? Or should I have put it in a little letter and sent it I think you're working mail? smarter, not harder. I think so, too. You're listening to The Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. F-I-T with a Z. Come on. This is The Fitz Show. This is my happens live special shout out to our p1s right now those who have actually set this show as the number one button on their preset the most loyal listeners in radio it's really cute how there's several shows out there saying they have the most loyal listeners no 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 because ain't nothing like the p1s you can say that again they ain't nothing like the p1 <laughs> and um, those are our uh, really our VIP ones. Those are our, our listeners who have actually set this show as the number one button on their preset. Right. right. People ask us all the time, how do I get to be a P1? It's that easy. You lock us in on number one, that program one button. You make this your show, mm-hmm. and we'll make you a member of the family. The next time somebody uh, makes fun of you for not being on Snapchat or not knowing what uh, 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 turnt, man, this thing about to get turnt. <laughs> Not knowing what that means, or not knowing what... Give me another word, Tanner. Lit. Not knowing what lit means. Ask them how many feet are in a yard, or how many how many uh, 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 feet are in a mile. How many feet are in a yard, Tanner? Three and a half. Oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, boy. How many, Four and a half. How many feet are in a mile? 5,800 and... 5,280. Mm-hmm. Oh, how many I... yards in a mile? Uh, less than that. 1,760. There's also three feet in one yard. Man, that's right. lit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. That's lit, right? Yep. That's turnt. Hey, yep. I was close. I uh-huh. had ballpark answers. Well, um, check this out. These are some practical things that people over the age of 55 are much more likely to know than millennials. You ready? Sing about to I'm get ready lit. as I can. Uh, how long you can wait before fresh foods need to be thrown out. 63% of older adults say they know compared to just 28% of millennials. Okay. All right, so it's me against you, Drew. Yeah, well, I clearly don't know that one because I just poised myself this weekend. How to set a table properly. Oh, yeah, I know this one. I do not know that one at all. I'm like, you need a fork and a plate. There you go, you got it. Again, these are things that people in, uh, in like their 50s do better than millennials. Uh, of course, every time they make fun of you for not being all on the uppity-up with technology, throw these at them. Spelling most words without a spell checker. Oh, yeah. When I was in high school and all that, we, we didn't have spell check. We and, and if we got the word wrong, we got the word wrong. We yeah. had to learn you got how to spell for it. it. Got, I don't. I don't know did. how to spell a lot of words because I've had. To I know. Spell check. I know. We and and by the way, one. Well, no, this might be rude. I was just gonna say, if you see like ever uh, sometimes a mistake on Facebook, that's Tanner. And then if you see the uh, the uh, uh, that mistake getting I've corrected, that's me or Drew. <laughs> I've seen both of you make mistakes on Facebook as well. I'm not the only one. I don't know. You have there is some bizarre spelling and punctuation stuff going on with with millennials that I have noticed. Yeah. 
I'm sorry Wait, to throw it, that out. It's definitely less of a focus in the education system. Now. Our because language. They assume, <laughs> I'm serious because <laughs> they you assume you're going to have spell check. Our language is evolving into something Did you hear different. What Drew, hang on, let me get that quote from Drew. Drew just said about millennials. It's definitely what in the it's less of a focus in the education system today <laughs> because they know you're going to have spell check. I all asked right. I asked Tanner if he'd ever taken a grammar class in all of his years of schooling where he had to remember the 50 prepositions. And he Did said, you? no, what are those? Wow. We had to memorize them and put them on a test. You, you guys are really roasting me right now. And you, <laughs> Sorry. Don't ask me to help you with your phones hey, later. <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> Tanner, I can't get the thing to charge. Let me get to the rest of these real quick. How to sew on a button. How to iron a shirt. I know how to do that one. And finally, are you ready? Yeah. That you just told me the other day that you do not know how to do. Number one, by the way, the, the biggest things people in their 50s do better than millennials. How to read a clock. Yeah, I don't know how to read an analog Tanner clock. the Millennial told me he does not know how to read a clock. Yeah, the, the other back day. of my head blew yeah. right out when I heard that. Yeah, mind blown. Straight up mind blown. So, Don't ask me to fix your phones. That's my only defense. <laughs> your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. What's up, P1s? Our listeners who've actually set this show as the number one button on their preset. Just hold that finger out there and boop, hold it till it beeps. Set it and forget it. Set it and forget it. We thank you for that. Thank you so much for being here. Stand by for The Fitz Files, the good, the bad, and the gossip on the way. Another celebrity death as we've lost a, a cast member from Austin Powers. Really sad. I'm going to give you all the details next. Drew, standing by with the Monday reality check. We have a ton of ways to measure the success or the progress of the U.S. economy. And one of the ways that you don't normally think about is military enlistments. And they're saying that the economic condition right now is so good with so many great jobs that are paying a lot of money that they're having trouble recruiting new people into the army. This year, the army had set a goal for itself to uh, recruit about 80,000 new people, which they admit was a little ambitious, but they said they aren't gonna make their target. They've actually backed that down to a little over 76,000 because at this point of the year, they've only recruited 28,000 new people. They're blaming the economy. They're saying it's too good. Oh, wow. There's too many jobs out there and people yeah. are saying, I can't leave this sweet money behind because to go in the army. Obviously in the past, people know, uh, I remember talking to my wife's grandfather and he always said to me, you know, and this is how he spoke like this, because he was from southern Louisiana, you hear me? And he would say, I tell you, son, the service will give you a good life. There's not, there's a good there's a good life being in the military. And he loved every minute that he was in the military. So I could see if the economy's really, really good. Yeah, if know, there's a really good life for people on the outside, they, they might tend not, not take to go that on the choice. inside. Yeah. Right. All right. Uh, so last week, very so everybody get out there and enlist today. <laughs> Uncle Sam is watching. Tanner, you're 21. Oh, there's the, that's the ultimate radio bit. We get Tanner to enlist. Yeah, see you in four uh, years, buddy. No, I don't want to. <laughs> I'm sorry. I respect the troops so much. And Serve I your country. respect our military, but I am too much of a pansy to ever do it. What if you were called upon? What if it was the law? Well, I did sign up for the draft, if there's ever a draft. Yeah, that's right. The selective service. Selective yeah. service. yeah. So when you're, when you're 18 happens, years old, you're supposed to do that. If that ever happens, it's up to chance. So to what about all the men and women that have signed up and, and uh, or were either drafted and they went? And, and and sometimes they didn't want to, but they went anyway. Well, you, you're being called right now to serve your country. If they said, Tanner, the millennial, you have been, that, then I would have to go. I wouldn't have a choice. What about for a radio bit? Just sign up and serve. 
no. You don't love the show. <laughs> that is the biggest radio bit of all time. Yes. He doesn't love to hear that. He doesn't love his show. This sh- he doesn't love this show, and he doesn't love his country. Mm-hmm. I love the show and this country. I just, I would not be good in the military. <laughs> they would be better without me. <laughs> All right, Drew, go ahead. Uh, so in in one of perhaps the biggest cases of sour grapes in the history of the Hi-ya. U.S. What if they say you could fly drones? Wait, you, you can, can fly drones? Yes, you could fly drones in the military. No, I'm still too much of a pansy. Oh, okay. <laughs> go ahead, Drew. Uh, in one of the cases, uh, biggest cases of sour grapes in U.S. history, the DNC, the Democratic National Convention or Committee, has actually filed a lawsuit last week against the Russian government against the Trump campaign and against WikiLeaks, they're, they're blaming all three for their loss in the 2016 presidential election. They're saying that all three had a hand in various internet ploys and distractions and and uh, bad news spreading that cost them the election. They will not admit that they just didn't win an election. They're suing for it. And I don't know what they can hope to recover. It's more of just a gesture. And there you go. That's the Monday reality check. Fitz happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. All right, welcome to the show, you guys. What's up, everybody? Let's see what is trending right now. Michael Jackson's trending right now, huh? Uh, his moonwalk shoes are up for auction. <laughs> Those Anybody want them? I would love them. I don't know if they would fit me, but... Yeah. Can I say, first time I saw him moonwalk on TV, it was like a live concert in 84 or something. It blew my mind. Like, no one had seen anything like that before. I might... Uh, I'm going to try to uh, get a hold of Michael in just one second, by the way. Uh, uh, but what were you saying, Drew? I was just saying, the first time I actually saw him moonwalk, no one had ever seen anything like that. He right. literally looked like he was walking forward, but he was moving backwards. And everyone tries to imitate it, but no one does it like he did it. Hang on. Hey, Michael, you're trending. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe that some that they're they're trying to actually sell your moonwalk shoes right now? Excuse me. What? Excuse me. Yeah, go ahead. Ho ho ho, green giant. <laughs> anyway, how much uh, would somebody? I wonder how what they're going to be going for. Michael, I, I bet it's in the hundreds of thousands of dollars, maybe two fifty, three hundred thousand. That's my one. guess. People are probably bidding to put it in a museum yeah. of some sort. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, since we're doing the Fitz Files right now, you know, my wife's been like guest co-hosting with us the past, you know, week and a half or so. Somebody's like, hey, Fitz, where's Bethany the Mouth from the South today? She didn't come in today to, to hang with us because, uh, you know, she's having the, um, I mean, just, you know, it, it, the menstrual thing. And, and you know, really, and, and if you're a lady, you know what I'm talking about, really bad cramps and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so when you have those, I'm sure you know how you feel. You don't want to do anything. You want to come in and laugh and have fun with a bunch of bozos like us? Right. Sit with a bunch <laughs> of dudes. Yeah. All right. To the good, the bad, and the gossip we go. Prince's estate has released his original version of Nothing Compares to You, along with some previously unseen footage, apparently. Since you've been gone, I can do whatever I want. Yeah. I can see. This is the original, right? So he wrote it, I'm guessing, but recorded she, it. Yeah. it. Sinead O'Connor is the one that got, it, it launched her career based on radio. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. So this is the original. Man. That is 
so good. Recently, something came out on his report. Yeah. He thought he was just taking a sleeping pill when he was taking fentanyl. He t- right, he took the wrong thing, yeah. basically. Yeah, or the wrong thing was given to him. All right, let's get to the bad. Mini-Me has gone from this world as well. Vern Troyer, the actor who portrayed Mini-Me, I should call him Mini-Me, is gone at the age of 49. Actor Vern Troyer has died. Troyer became a celebrity and pop culture phenomenon after starring alongside Mike Myers as Mini-Me, the clone and sidekick of villain Dr. Evil, and two of the three... Maybe that was the problem. He just couldn't escape everybody saying, hey, look, it's Mini-Me. Maybe he didn't like... Maybe he felt that... that is that the only thing he brought to the world? And then after that was was over, he was searching for who and what he was? Yeah. Maybe I know he had substance abuse problems. Right. Yeah, just literally two weeks before his death, he was but, checked into a hospital for alcohol uh, poisoning or something. You know, I, I feel like having the opportunity to have maybe chat with, with people who have been really, really famous at one point, when they don't have that anymore... They feel like there's something missing from their life. Yeah. Interesting. And and they're they really trying to figure out, okay, this is gone. What next? Now what am I bringing to the world or, right. or what is next? Mm-hmm. You have that. How can you go to that? Right? Right. Yeah. So I feel really bad for them. Well, rest in peace, Minnie Me. And finally, Carrie Underwood went into detail about last year's fall on her front porch, you guys. I was taking the dogs out to go pee pee one last time and um, I just I tripped and there was one step and I went to I didn't let go of the leashes priorities um, so that's why my left hand's fine but uh, I went to catch myself and I just missed a step and if I had fallen anywhere else I would have been perfectly fine and you got the good the bad and the gossip you got the Fitz files Fitz happens live This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women, past and present. This is our troop salute. And we are the show that does the troop salute, and I'm so excited today because we salute a veteran who exemplifies everything that our armed forces stand for. This former U.S. Navy aviator personifies the honor, courage, and commitment of the U.S. military every single day. And today, y'all get ready. We salute Captain Tammy Jo Schultz of the United States Navy. Tammy Jo is a captain for Southwest Airlines, where she flies Boeing 737s daily. And it was in this position at the controls of Flight 1380 last Tuesday, April 17th, where Captain Schultz safely and confidently made an emergency landing in her fully loaded aircraft, saving the lives of her passengers and crew. Of course, sadly, one passenger was killed when an exploding jet engine sent shrapnel into the airplane interior, puncturing the skin and blowing out the window. But even with the knowledge that her airplane was severely damaged, down on one engine and that there were a number of injuries aboard including some serious 
Captain Schultz commanded that airliner to a safe landing in Philadelphia. You know, she's a native of New Mexico. Actually grew up on a ranch. Graduated college in 1983 with degrees in both biology and agribusiness from Mid-American Nazarene University before joining the Navy. And initially she applied for entrance to the Air Force and she was unable to test because apparently they weren't accepting female pilot applicants at the time. But the U.S. Navy welcomed her and she went on to become one of the first female fighter jet pilots in U.S. Navy history. Tammy Jo knew she would face resistance as a female in a male-dominated role. So she always worked just a little bit harder than everyone else, and the hard work finally paid off, as she eventually obtained the rank of Lieutenant Commander during her 10-year career. I feel the need! The need for speed! Isn't that amazing, you guys? Wow. Lieutenant Commander Schultz also holds the distinction of being the first woman to fly the Navy's F-A-18 fighter jet. That's the Hornet. Super Hornet. She was a member of the Tactical Electronic Warfare Squadron, the VAQ-34, when she finished her career with the Navy in 1993 and accepted a position with Southwest Airlines. Now, a captain with the airline and a mother of two, she lives in Texas with her husband, Dean, who is also a pilot, and family members say that Dean is quick to tell anyone that she is the best pilot I know. I am inspired. <laughs> Captain Tammy Jo Schultz is also now a hero and an inspiration to an entire nation. And we are so proud of her. Tammy Jo Schultz, girl, you are on fire. We salute Lieutenant Commander Tammy Jo Schultz of the United States Navy. And we live in the land of the free because of the brave. If you'd like to honor someone for our troops, salute past, present, or future, please send us a message right now. Facebook.com slash follow Fitz. The Fitz Show. And now. And now. Fitz Show's world-famous What-Are-You-Kidding-Me Stories of the Day. Of course, you can follow me on Instagram or, or Facebook. You just search Follow Fitz and uh, send me some, you know, what-are-you-kidding-me stories to my endangered, excuse me, not endangered. What? <laughs> I mean, my uh, embedded, my embedded what-are-you-kidding-me field correspondence. Hey, tell everybody what that means. It just means that you are right there in the action. You're living amongst it. It might happen next door. It might happen just in your town. But you know what? When you find out, you tell Fitz, it might make the what he could mean story. There you go. Out of the MMA world, ladies and gentlemen, stupid's what got you there. Did I tell you to pull up this audio? No. I'm sorry. Pull up the MMA announcer who says that you'll find it. Okay. Because this announcer, in a mixed martial arts fight recently, he announced the wrong winner twice in the space of 15 seconds last week. Wait, twice? Twice. Wow. He's Once be I on understand. The, no, this guy did it twice. He's going to be on the business end of a roundhouse kick if he doesn't watch it. <laughs> I've, I have the audio, too. All right, stand by for exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio. David, excuse me, my bad. Elijah Young Snipes Terrell. My bad. I called it wrong. My bad. I got the scores right. 
I got the winner wrong. My bad, my friend. I'm sorry. Well, guess what? You only have one job to do. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like an audience of 28 people. Yeah, I imagine he probably won't be doing that anymore. No. I would hope not. Yeah. Or- <laughs> need to call Bruce Buffer in here to jack this dude up. <laughs> Let's go to uh, page two. What? Are you kidding me? Broke is a joke, ladies and gentlemen. If you're struggling to save for retirement, you are not alone because Americans, brand new study finds, have under $10,000 saved up for later years and will likely retire broke. Now, how's that fair? That's not fair. By the way, some of the most cited reasons where I'm struggling to pay bills, I don't make enough money to save, I'm prioritizing paying down college debt. Yeah. I, listen, wow. I was just paying attention this week to a trip to the grocery store, and I said, my God, food has gotten expensive. Everything's getting expensive. Yep. Yeah. yeah. What's L- up with that? Listening to this, I'm like, you have $10,000 put away? Dang, you're a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> you're a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the, what, are you kidding me? Very depressing to hear on a Monday. <laughs> Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This is the Fitch Show. Fitch happens live. Come on! Now back to the Fitch Show. Fitch rock. Fitch happens live. Happy Monday, ladies and gentlemen. Just kind of a little, kind of a little boys' club today. Actually, uh, my name is Fitz. There's my buddy Drew, Tanner, the millennial, and uh, Jenna, my head of security, is on like a, a spiritual retreat. You know, just trying to take care of things that she needs to take care of and my wife was hanging out with us like the past week week and a half or so so I think she'll be back later this week or something i don't know she's my wife it's is like it something i said it's something tanner said isn't it it's more I of think, a scent thing no i think it could be drew's hot breath you have hot breath that will drive any female away <laughs> we thought about calling you mr hot breath hot breath i don't know what hot. that means it means your breath is literally hot like it's like can, I hate it when you stand behind me because like this weird heat thing lingers. It's like blah, 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 blah. your breath reminds me of the state of Arizona. <laughs> it's because I'm hot stuff. You can't handle it. I make a lot of body heat. Reminds me of Tijuana. <laughs> that, no, that's mean. That's just mean. No, why'd you take it mean? Because I meant like you know that it's so hot you could see like the rays, <laughs> the, squiggly. Oh. the squiggly blurries in the air. It's okay. like hot, you know, Mister Hot Breath. <laughs> if I ever want to warm up my coffee I'll Man, just put it you, by your mouth See that's the thing You asked about something And then I think you heard Maybe a response That you didn't want to hear and, 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 Because you were like Is it something I did Almost well, as if you felt Maybe it's something you did <laughs> Well I started I was being funny I thought And then they just, you guys Dumped the world on my neck I mean come on Well you dumped the world Of pot breath on us <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whenever you talk to us You dump that on our neck Alright alright Moving on I'll try not to breathe as much. I mean, I don't even know if there's anything you could do to take care of hot breath. I don't know. Ice We're not packs? necessarily saying, you know, pungent, stinky breath. We're just saying it's hot breath. Just need some Listerine. <laughs> maybe, maybe you need to swallow some ice cubes. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll look into it, all right? No, I feel awkward now because I don't know know how to deal with that. How do you deal with being told you have hot breath? Well, one, you brush your teeth. (laughs) (laughs) No, he said not stinky. He said hot. 
So everyone knows Tanner lives at my house, okay? And this last weekend, on Saturday, yeah. Saturday morning, I'm in the bathroom. I'm using the bathroom, got the door shut, and I you hear- You in there for like an hour, by the way. Well, okay, wow. but here's the point. I'm in the bathroom. Now, True. what else is in the bathroom? Everyone's toothbrush. I hear Tanner's bedroom door open. Yeah. I hear him walk across the house, and yeah. I hear him leave the house, and when I come out of the bathroom, he's gone. That means I know for a fact that right. he left without brushing his teeth on Saturday, and he didn't get back until like 10 o'clock at True, night. True, I've never oh. heard you shower before. The whole time I've been living with you, uh -oh. I have not seen or heard you come in or out of the shower. And as long as you're on oral health, Fitz, you were in here all last week with a giant fever blister on your lip. <gasps> like touching it all over the mics and stuff. I'm oh. never getting on that. You're all right, hold up, hold up. All this from hot breath? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is how the Beatles broke up. <laughs> it's getting hot in here. Fitz happens. Live. You're listening to The Fitz Show. Oh, he's amazing. When I get to work, he's my favorite to listen to. The world famous Fitz Happens Live. Welcome back to the show. Pretty good for Monday. What's up? I'm having a uh, fun time today. I hope you are too. Everybody having fun on the show yeah, today? Yeah. yeah. You getting better over... When, a couple minutes ago, you guys, we called Drew Mr. Hot Breath. <laughs> he really took offense to it. Well, and I don't even know what The show has just been kind of getting all... What? I don't even know what that means. Nobody knows what that means. It means your breath is at a higher temperature than normal. <laughs> I bet it's 98.6 like everyone else. No, your breath isn't, Drew. <laughs> It's hotter than most, and I, I can't believe we might even get into another segment about the hot breath again. Let's do because I see that the, you, you're, you've been throwing out some sort of venom toward me and Tanner for calling you yeah. Mister Hot Breath earlier. And mm -hmm. as you get more mad, your breath, your breath is becomes hotter. hotter. <laughs> well, then it'd be in your best interest not to upset me. I'm like the Incredible Hulk of breath. Apparently, you're like a dragon, is what you are, man. <laughs> Spitting out fire. Since it's kind of just a little uh, uh, boys' club today, you guys, ladies. Prepare for maybe hearing some mansplaining. I know. Get ready. Here it comes. All that dumb mansplaining stuff. But we were talking about, um, before the break, about certain things uh, that women have said to us to turn us down in the past. Things that just, I mean, basically ways that we just got completely dumped. Bad ways of getting dumped. Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, I had a little song to play. Oh. A little ditty. Men, 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 manly men, men, yeah. men, men, men. So, ladies, we're about to throw this at you. Way, ways that you guys have absolutely shattered our hearts. Um, Tanner, the millennial, what's one of the worst ways that, that you feel somebody has, has has dumped you? A girl has said, your snaggletooth turns me off. Wow. That's bad. Anytime you're told, like, I can't be with you because of something uh, uh, regarding your physical appearance, that yeah. that sucks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, I, and I, I'm too old for braces now, I feel like. And oh, I, I'm just my sister had braces in her 30s. You are never too old for braces. I also think that uh, older women with braces are quite sexy. Mm -hmm. I don't know really? why. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's weird. Sorry that's about that. It's the exact opposite for me. <laughs> I love you, ladies. What's up, all you cougars with braces? <laughs> Let us know if you're a cougar with braces. Hit us up on our Facebook page. Uh, one time in high school, someone said to me uh, that she couldn't be with me anymore because I didn't have enough Jesus in my heart, she said. Because I was a little too wild. Mm. And I'm like, hang on. I've been, like, saved from my youth group about 27 times. Maybe that's the problem. How is that? <laughs> it never stuck. <laughs> you had to keep oh, going back. That is so rude. Uh, all right. We got some of these messages. Check it out. Uh, somebody says, hey, Fitz, I was told that I'm too neat. You're too neat? Yeah. Somebody Whoa. said, hey, Fitz, she didn't think that her father and I would get along, so she ended it with me. Well, that's important. It is. Yeah. 
One woman told me, Fitz, that I was too intelligent for her. I got a weird, the weirdest one of all, which was no reason. So she just told me, this is when I was married. She told me, I just need some space. So she kicked me out. I moved out for Your a while. Wow. And then basically, oh, she never reasons. got back to me. Yeah, she never. I, like six months later, I'm like, hello, remember me, your husband? And I mean, literally, you got ghosted by your ex-wife. I got ghosted by my wife. This is The Fitz Show, live. Oh, yeah. gentlemen what have we learned today for monday april 23rd 2018 wherever you are at home at work in the car listening on the app first of all what's up thank you so much for being her thank you so much for checking out the show here's what i learned today i learned that carrie underwood finally explained how she fell last year and ended up with like 50 stitches it was it was a step she fell on a step yeah walking yeah. the dogs right walking the Taking dogs out. yeah my wife did the, and if you remember, I, I looked close, closely at some of the Carrie Underwood photos, and you could see it looked to me kind of right above her lip, underneath I, her I nose and her see lip. Him. You can't. I no. thought for sure they said it was going down the left side of her yeah. cheek all this time. Yeah. Well, see, I mean, it was really tough to kind of tell. Anyway, my wife also had a crazy, crazy fall on the stairs, but falling up the stairs, and it took out a tooth. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't watch yourself on those steps. There's some crazy damage that can occur. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Thank you for that advice, Tanner. Mm-hmm. Hey, Drew, <laughs> what about you? What did we learn today? I learned today that Fitz got the results of a family DNA profile, and he now has confirmation that he's officially a Viking, so I guess we can all look forward to a lot more stories about longboats and canned fish products. I am a Viking! Great. You will all hear about my Viking stories. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm... You just are eating pickled fish in the in the studio. Whatever it takes. Your ancestors man. are responsible for IKEA. <gasps> <laughs> oh, I might be like a discount. I'm fine with that, don't you know? Or, right? No. No, not really. Okay. <laughs> Ten of the. <laughs> Ten of the millennia, what have we learned today? I learned that both Drew and Fitz are trying to convince me to go to the military. It's time. I think you need to serve your, your, serve your, your 21. I believe it's you guys just don't want me in here anymore. <laughs> we just think it'd be a great show bit. It'll be a huge promotion. And by the way, also accepting uh, millennial applications right now, everybody. What? Yeah. yeah. Come on. Ta- no, man, you're going to... Gonna... We want you. We're trying to get Tanner to enlist for a bit on the show. Yeah. I don't want to enlist. Talk to a recruiter, maybe? I'm a wuss. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want me. All right, have a great day, you guys. Everybody, we'll see you tomorrow. And uh, my name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Tanner the Millennial. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.